Hey everyone, I'm Matthew. And I'm Ileana. Welcome to the Armory. This is a place where believers can be encouraged to live for Jesus and make disciples. We want to provide an arsenal of resources that help Christians to be bold in their faith. Our hope is that through this podcast, people will learn to love God's Word and abide in Christ. Thanks for joining. Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of The Armory. Um, Today we're talking about the next piece of armor, the gospel of peace. We're really excited about this episode. Um, But first, we kind of just have, like, want to talk a little bit about what we did this weekend. Yeah, it's pretty busy. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) we got back last night at, like, 1 in the morning. A friend of ours picked us up from the airport, which was great. But we were at Disney World, which is fun because Ileana's never been to Disney World. Yeah. So, Ileana, uh, what are your thoughts? Oh, boy. I don't know. It was (laughs) I, I was like, didn't know you were going to ask me that. Well, this is My this thoughts is live. on Disney. Okay. Um, it was cool. I mean, that was my first time there, so there was definitely, like, so much to see, so much to do. We were with your family, which was obviously really fun. Um, we were able to go on the Ratatouille ride, which is, like, what I really, really wanted to do. Yeah, and the Ratatouille ride so is fun. insane. Yeah, it was so fun. I'm not even going to talk about what's on the ride, because it's a spoiler. But it's a cool ride. Spoiler, are there that many people that are actually going to go there, though? If you're, like, actually curious, People who listen to this podcast are flocking to Disney right now. On this week's episode of the podcast, we are sponsored by Walt Disney World. No, we're not. Just kidding. We don't have that that kind of money. Um, No, but we had had a blast. It was really fun. Ileana's never been. I haven't been in a long time. So it was really cool to see the park, how much it's changed, and... It was just kind of fun to get away for a couple of days yeah. and go to Florida. And I mean, I think it was like, it's definitely a tiring place. Like yeah. we walked like 10 miles a day, nine miles a day. Yeah. We, yeah, literally like 20 miles during the whole weekend just of walking around. It was crazy. Yeah. We were there fun. for two days, but it was great. We're happy to be back. Yeah. It's good to be bed. back. Good to be back and recording a podcast episode immediately after. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah. Um, so that was really fun. Before we jump into today's podcast, let's go back to last week's or I guess last episode's challenge and just talk about that a little bit. Um, so if you guys remember the challenge last episode was to create a space where you could regularly like get into God's word and read the Bible. And um, Matt and I talked a little bit about how we do that, but I just kind of wanted to share something that one of our coworkers actually mentioned to us. A lot of you guys reached out about this challenge, um, which is really exciting for us when you are when we're able to like hear your guys' response. So like, oh my gosh, that was really cool. I've never thought about doing that before. And one of our coworkers said something that I wanted to mention. He said he not only found a space, but also he started reading like his actual physical Bible again instead of like electronically on his phone or computer. Because oftentimes if he's starting like reading his devotional in the morning or even maybe throughout the day sometimes, if he gets something like for work or a notification or something that pops up, it can be really hard to like not get distracted by that and to get mm-hmm. into the word. So I just wanted to mention that because we didn't really mention that on the last um, episode, but that's, I think also why it is important to create a space and also why it can be important to like read an actual copy of a Bible instead of something yeah. electronically that is maybe going to distract you by getting notifications. Yeah, no, that's for sure. That's definitely something I used to do. I used to just like use my iPad a lot cause I like to take notes on there, but I found if I just use my iPad, um, it's really going to be easy for me to see that Instagram post or get a work text and things like that. I'm like, oh, I just respond to that real quick and then I'll come back. And 
then it's we don't do that with other, we don't, yeah we don't do that with other things like you know i i give my full attention to the things i really care about yeah and sometimes it's really really hard to do that with the word of god and that's like it's hard to say that like admit that yeah. sometimes but like that's a struggle i have sometimes it's really hard to do that yeah so eliminating as many distractions as possible definitely yeah. helps i so. think that's a good word. yeah eliminating all the distractions that you can and yeah hopefully if you guys weren't able to do that maybe you can remember to try to do it this week but yeah, for sure. So last week, before we kind of jump into what we're going to talk about this week, um, last week we talked about righteousness and how important that is, but just kind of wanted to give you guys three recap points. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, um, or if you just want to have a quick refresh on what we talked about, first, our righteousness is worthless. It can be compared to filthy rags. It has zero purpose, zero meaning. Second, Christ's righteousness is the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. It covers all sin. He, what he did on the cross and what he did with his resurrection, his righteousness covers a multitude of sins, the scripture says. And third, this is the important part. If you're a Christian, God looks at you and he sees the righteousness of Christ. Mm-hmm. He doesn't see Matt Hawley in all his sin um, trying to present his filthy rags. He sees the person of Jesus. He sees the work he yeah. did on the cross. He sees the resurrection and he says, wow, that's it. It's done. Your sins are forgiven. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not that he forgot our sins, but it's that he's looked over them and he's, look, he's looked at them and said, wow, Christ, what Christ did has covered that. Yeah. So that's the beautiful thing. It's not that he just forgot, um, but Christ's righteousness covers a multitude of sins and yeah. uh, we have access as believers. Yeah. Um, and that puts us in a perfect position to read and to go over what we're going to talk about today, which is the gospel of peace. Mm-hmm. Um And so before that, let's just read, let's reread again that passage in Ephesians just to kind of get us reacquainted with what is this passage saying? We've gone over a couple of the pieces of armor already, um, but let's go ahead and read that. So um, it's in Ephesians 6, starting in verse 12, and we'll go through 18. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. Stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. And so we've gone over a couple of those already, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But just to repeat what we're going to be talking about today in verse 15, It says, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. Mm. Um, And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. The shoes, the gospel of peace. Um, Yeah. So first, just a disclaimer, too, about this episode. Um, When Matt and I were kind of talking about this episode, I mentioned to him, like, you know, I feel like in this world, it can be really important to talk about anxiety in the church specifically. And that's something that I'm really passionate about talking about, um, and reading about, but just a disclaimer that this episode is not going to be specifically talking about peace as it relates to contrasting with 
like a life of living in anxiety. We're not going to be talking about specific situations that may cause you to be anxious. Um, we're really going to be focusing on what we what we really think this passage is talking about, which is the gospel um, and how that can bring peace. And so, um, those are all good things that we would want to talk about. But just so yeah. you guys know, that's not that's not um, what we're going to be talking about in this episode. Yeah, and I'm sure at some point we'll definitely do an episode about anxiety and the church's mm-hmm. role in that, and you know what that looks like. Um, we'll definitely never do an episode on curing anxiety because I uh, can't cure uh, something that comes ultimately from a sinful world. Yeah. Um, we could talk a lot about what, what the new heaven and new earth will look like and stuff like that, but um, there's definitely so many topics that come out of all these things, and we are constantly writing them down. So you guys think of anything, if you guys hear an episode and you guys are like, oh, like they should have talked about that more. We probably thought about it, but if we haven't, like send us that so we can put that on a list because there's definitely lots of different ways some of these episodes can go. Mm-hmm. But we just kind of wanted to start our podcast with this series. So we're going to talk briefly kind of about the gospel of peace. Um, one of the things we like to do, we've talked about this a lot, is provide resources for you guys. And one of the ones we've talked about before is Got Questions. And I think they have just an amazing little paragraph about the gospel of peace um, that I want to read for you guys. And it says this. The gospel of peace is the message that Jesus gave to those who trust in him. And we see that in John 14 and Romans 10. It comes with the assurance from God that we are his children and nothing can snatch us out of his hands. Mm. It outlines clearly what is required to become a child of God. Any other message is a false gospel. So I think that's just, personally, I I just think that's just an amazing kind of picture. Like all these things put together. We have... Uh, the message that Jesus gave, we have the fact that we are children of God and we have assurance. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later, just the assurance that comes with the gospel peace. It's not something that's left open-ended. Um, and because mm-hmm. of it, we're adopted. We become children of God. And there is so much that goes into that. In fact, like <laughs> that's a whole other episode in mm-hmm. itself. Like, What do we inherit as yeah. becoming children of God? That's a good question. And we'll talk about that a little bit more. But I just wanted to read that to you guys. I think it's just really important to understand briefly what the gospel piece is and that comes from God questions so that's a really helpful resource yeah um and so something that the passage of scripture does when it's talking about the armor of God is I mean we've talked about this before right it's using the analogy of pieces of armor Mm -hmm. and so sometimes there's a distinction of what is the armor of God and then what pieces that correlate to right and so this one is saying that the gospel of peace it uses the image of sandals or shoes on your feet and uh, something that I think is important to mention is how many times and there's a lot of times in that passage where it's talking about being ready to stand and mm-hmm. fight for yeah. the gospel. And so, um, you know, we were talking and you mentioned like, when would you leave your house to go somewhere, especially if you're going to go into battle to fight someone and like not have your shoes on. Yeah. Like when I go into battle uh, like Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays, right. I'm always making sure I got my, my shoes. shoes on my right, my right battle shoes. Yeah. No, but seriously, like, you would never, I mean, realistically, you never leave your house without your shoes. Yeah. That's like a no-brainer. The like, second you stepped out of the door, you'd be like, you'd feel your feet touching the ground and you'd be like, oh, I'm missing something. Yeah. And that's kind of the image here. Like, the gospel of peace is essential. Like, yeah. there's readiness that comes with that. There's a, an urgency that comes with that. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a no-brainer. It's an equipping. It's, a, it's something we need. Also, like, I mean, I didn't dive into this historically very much, but just from knowing like first century Judaism and how, what they were wearing at the time, like shoes were important. Like it wasn't like nowadays where I could maybe go, this might be gross, 
But like, okay, we were just in the airport and I like had sandals on and I had to take my shoes off to get into security. <laughs> and it wasn't like I was in danger because I didn't have socks on and I was like bare feet in security. Like I wasn't, there was no dangerous things I could step on. No snakes no, running no snakes. through the airport. Snakes but on a plane, if like, you will. In the, ta- <laughs> in the Bible, like in the time of Jesus, in the time of Paul, when he's writing this to the church, like it was different for them. Yeah. Like this would have been something that was like, oh, this is like important. Like definitely need shoes. Like. Shoes are important. <laughs> to not get infections. I didn't even think about that. To like not get, I don't know, <laughs> what else you get? Fungus? Gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I mean, like, it, it definitely has a different cultural um, yeah. level of significance. I mean, they weren't like comparing Yeezys at Disney like we were doing this weekend. Yeah, there is a lot of weird shoes out there, folks. <laughs> One of the things we were doing is just looking at the people's shoes and their shoe choices. And let me just say, do not wear sandals to Disney. Yeah, wear, was, yeah it's just like, yeah. why would you do that? Why would you do that? And also, don't wear flip-flops at the airport, Yeah, Ileana. I, yeah, I know. I told you to remind me. We didn't get that far, no, but I that's forgot. okay. Maybe that was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but that's an important image. Yeah. Uh, sandals, feet. Don't leave your house without your shoes on and don't wear the armor of God without the gospel of peace. Ooh, so that was a good line. I'll like post that on Instagram. That was a good one. <laughs> um, so I want to just want to talk briefly about like, where does this peace come? Where did the, where does this peace come in? Yeah. Like, where does this come from? What is that? And first I think it's important to understand that, um, there's peace in knowing what Christ has accomplished. Um, there's peace in knowing what Christ has accomplished. And we're going to talk a little bit about how to help, how, how can we as Christians remind ourselves of these things later? But what did Christ accomplish? He, he lived a perfect life of active obedience to the Father. He assumed a sin nature. He did not sin. He went to the cross. He died for the sins of the world. And he rose again three days later. Like that, All of that, there's peace in knowing mm-hmm. that what was foretold about Jesus came to pass. Mm-hmm. And that not only did it come to pass, not only did he die on the cross, but he's not dead. He didn't stay dead. He's sitting at the right hand of the Father right now, and he's mediating on our behalf. He is our high priest and king. And just knowing that, is there, peace comes from that. Because without that, we really, really, really lack hope. Um, and another thing is, there's, and this kind of goes back to what we were saying in the God Questions paragraph. There's peace in understanding that we have assured salvation. Yeah. And I know this is a really big deal in the church. There's there's groups of Christians who, who believe that... Um, we have to strive to keep our salvation. And I understand there's passages of scripture that they point to you to see, uh, to, to say, look what we have to do. Um, I would I would counter by saying we need to look at John 10, 29, specifically the book of John. John is an interesting gospel because yeah. it, unlike there's other books of the gospel, uh, we see Luke is like heavy, heavy on the creation. Matthew's heavy on the gospels. Um, uh, John talks about the word, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ incarnate. Like, that's a big deal. And one of the things he says here is, My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all. And no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. And so I know there are people that even I know that honestly struggle with this issue of yeah. assured salvation. And I'm not talking about um, necessarily doubting um, if you're saved or not. That's a whole other issue. And Definitely a podcast episode, but I'm also talking and very normal, very normal. I mean, I've gone through seasons of that myself. What I'm talking about specifically here is we can have a peace in knowing that 
the God, what Christ did on the cross has accomplished all that it possibly could accomplish. Mm-hmm. Everything that needed to happen for us to obtain Christ's righteousness has been accomplished. And we, I think people in the church, we have too high a view of our sin in relation, hear me when I say this, because we, we definitely have to have a high view of our sin. Our sin is very, very, very deep. But we have too high a view of our sin in relation to God's power. Yeah. If we can honestly think that we can outsin God's grace, then we serve a really weak God. Yeah. If God sent his son to accomplish things finally and fully, he said, it is finished. The work's been done. Christ is resurrected. And we think that we can wake up and lose our salvation. Mm-hmm. Um, there's almost a pride that comes in that. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't want to dismiss like people who really, really struggle with that. And maybe we talked about anxiety at the beginning of the episode. Like maybe that's an anxiety-producing thing. You're walking on eggshells every day because you're thinking, did I do enough today mm-hmm. to assure my salvation? And I just want to encourage you, um, don't take what we're saying at face value. Search the scriptures, but also know if you do, you will find such peace in knowing that Christ has accomplished everything he needed yeah. to for you to be eternally secure and start in the book of john like that yeah. i mean that's really a the, good point that you just said about that um i think too like we i think we maybe have mentioned this on the podcast before but matt and i serve on a team mm-hmm. at our church in texas and um where we meet with people who want to become members and we ask them one one of the questions we ask them is on a scale of one to ten one being like not at all not sure and ten being absolutely sure if you died today, how sure are you that you would go to heaven? Yeah. And we've had the opportunity to give so much hope to believers who say, well, I think I'm maybe at a six or a seven. Like I just am not worth yeah. like getting into heaven. Like I don't know enough. Like one late girl that I met with was like, I just don't know enough of the Bible compared to my husband. Like yeah. I don't like, and there's all of these answers that sure. people have for why their answer is not at a 10. And what we've been able to do is say like, Hey, Sometimes I wake up and I feel like my answer to that question is a two. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes my feelings dictate, like want to dictate my answer to that question and say, I just really don't feel like I've done enough or I don't feel like the Lord could forgive me or I just am lacking to see where the Lord has given me grace and Mm -hmm. accomplished things for me. And um, the reality is like, that's not who we are. The reality is, is that if you're a believer and if you've given your life to Christ, Every day, even if you feel like a two, the knowledge of what Christ has done for you and assuring mm-hmm. your salvation can give you peace and hope that you are at a 10. Like you are going to heaven. You have a saving relationship yeah. with the Lord. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes they, they people, you know, voice their concerns and, and you can look at them and say, yeah, you're right. Like you don't deserve yeah, <laughs> to go to heaven. Right. But it's beautiful what Christ did. And it's not the quality of our faith that saves us. It's the ultimate power of what Christ did on the cross, mm-hmm. um, which is just a beautiful reminder because there are definitely days when I wake up and I can tell as I, the way I live my life that day that I'm striving to prove something to God. Mm. And all God wants is us to recognize this is what I did for you, child of mine, mm. and live in the peace and living in that peace will allow you to live righteously. Yeah. How awesome would it be if we like woke up and didn't live like you just said like weren't living to strive after doing things for the lord but we're just doing it out of our abundance of like love for the lord like Like, i want to live this way because of what christ did for me not because i'm scared mm -hmm. of what will happen if i don't yeah 
not because I need to check that box because God's making, he's, he's keeping track. Right. And when he, he's not, he's going to ask me if I did my Bible study on mm-hmm. May 2nd, 2022, when I get to heaven. He's like, no, you know, why should I let you into heaven? He's like, well, you shouldn't. But Christ is Christ has died for my sins. Yeah. And it's because of his righteousness. Mm-hmm. So little tangent there, but, um, so, you know, there's peace in knowing what Christ has accomplished. There's peace in our assured salvation. And there's also ultimate peace. And we, we just kind of talked about this, really. But the gospel brings about peace. The gospel, no, specifically Jesus, the gospel is not just a gift. The gift is Jesus Christ, being in relationship with him. And, and having that brings about peace. Mm-hmm. There's just so much freedom yeah. um, in, in what Christ did and what continues to do in the lives of people every single day. And that's just a beautiful thing. Um, I also want to talk about why this is an important arm piece. We've tried to do this every episode, not just present what, like what's there in the text, but also mm-hmm. talk about why it's important. And I think I think the conclusion's pretty simple after looking at what we've talked about. So without the gospel, what do we really have? Yeah. You know, if, if if we just if we if what we said is true about the power of the gospel, the peace that comes from it, what we are given because of it, and what we can't have without it, then without the gospel, we have absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an important armor piece because with it, there is real hope, hope for the future. And without it, there is no hope. There is only meaninglessness in life. Yeah. Um, we're destined <laughs> to live and die. And, and that's, that just doesn't, isn't the gospel. Yeah. So the gospel provides, um, hope and assurance and it's just a beautiful thing. And we've talked a lot about that, um, just in the past couple minutes. Yeah. And so I think practically there's a question around like, okay, so what? Like Mm -hmm. I have, like we keep talking about knowledge, like knowledge of the gospel can bring peace. And, um, we also talked about kind of that dichotomy or the difference there with like our feelings too. And like, um, it can be really hard to know something to be true, but like wake up not knowing, not feeling that necessarily. And something I think has really helped me in, just remembering the gospel is like, we need to remember to preach the gospel to ourselves daily. Yeah. And that's going to look different for different people in different stages of life sure. in different seasons. Um, but there needs to be a huge importance. Isn't even the right word. There needs to be a huge weight placed on the idea that you need to be preaching the gospel to yourself. Yeah. Like just knowing it to be true isn't necessarily going to change your day-to-day living. Like my, like when Matt and I were talking about this, I was telling him, like telling you, like, I don't, it's not easy for me. I don't naturally feel like being like, Oh, I just am like basking in all of this hope and peace in the Lord from the gospel. Like, do I wish I was like that? Yes. Do I think sometimes I emulate that because of the Holy spirit? Yes. Or like because of where I'm at in my relationship with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Yes. I do think that's possible. And I've seen that in myself. I've seen that in you and like my sisters and brothers in Christ, but my, at my nature, at my sin nature, like I want to sit in like, Oh, like I'm scared of what's happening. Oh, I didn't do enough, all these things. And so, um, something I want to just share with you guys as a resource that we want to share is, um, kind of this idea of a catechism. Um, basically, basically this word has been used throughout church history. Um, and it's kind of like this question and answer thing that the church has done to ask questions and then write answers rooted solely in scripture, Mm -hmm. in the gospel, in the person and works of Jesus Christ. 
and it's something that has been done to bring hope to the church. And before kind of talking about that more specifically, one, we should recognize that the world is already doing this. All over the place, you experience things in the world. We were just at Disney, probably one of the best examples of like how the world is doing that. Disney has created an entire culture and is teaching children things through TV and this isn't a political podcast about that necessarily, but just an example to say like there are so many things in the world that can produce anxiety when you're focused on them. When I'm focused on a TV show, a new TV show, sometimes I have to stop watching it because I'm getting anxiety about what the characters are doing and what's happening. Like that's not a good thing for me. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's producing anxiety. And, um, but also in the church, in church history, in this idea of knowing theology and learning answers to these questions, um, and in meditating over Christ and his salvation or our salvation through him, that can bring peace. And so, um, do you want to add anything there? Yeah. I mean, the purpose of a catechism is indoctrination. Mm -hmm. And I know that's a word that's really hot today, especially in politics. Like, so-and-so is indoctrinating this group, indoctrinating that group. But like the word itself is just, is, it means really teaching, teaching to yeah. understand. So what we want to, and that's what the goal of education in general is. You do want to indoctrinate. You want to teach correct doctrine, correct things. So when you do a catechism or when you read catechisms, and there's plenty of examples out there, the whole purpose is for uh, maybe something that's hard to grasp or complex to be made simple, Very simple. made repeatable, and made like digestible. So this idea of, you know, like, like you just said, the world's doing this. We, we hear it all the time. Catchphrases, um, jingles on like um, just do commercials, it. things like that. Like there is a level of indoctrination going on, good or bad, mm-hmm. that is easy for us to remember and it's trying to communicate something. Mm-hmm. So when it, what does that look like when we go back to we want to preach the gospel to ourselves daily? And mm-hmm. I think it's really important for Christians to learn about the importance of catechisms and writing catechisms or reading catechisms, which is just a fancy thing of saying like, hey, what are, what are the truths that we confess as believers? Yeah. How do we maybe present them in a question form and then answer them in a brief way mm-hmm. so that we could see the value of them? We can almost literally memorize these things so that yeah. we can call back on them. They're saturated with scripture. And the reason why we're trying to talk about this so specifically is because it's going to be kind of part of our challenge today, which yeah. Ileana is about to say. And um, I just think it's, it's, I think it's awesome. I think yeah. it's going to be really useful for you guys. And it's, it's, it's been really useful for me for sure in my life. Yeah. I think too, before we get into that challenge, like the reason I think this is so helpful for us is because at Moody we were posed with the uh, project or assignment to yeah. like do this. And so, uh, and one of our professors has you write, um, basically he gives you tons of questions Mm-hmm. Um, throughout the semester and then your course with the task of did I say that right coursed with the task is that a sentence uh, I don't think so you, you are, are tasked, tasked with, with the something assignment, assignment yeah. to write answers to those questions <laughs> um, but so for today's challenge this is what we want to do we want to help you guys with this so consider this one question that we're going to ask and then write three to four sentences rooted in scripture as a response. And like Matt said, this is going to something maybe you can memorize. It can be repeatable um, and really just help you, like Matt said, digest this information. And so the question, 
what is the gospel of peace? Yeah. That's what we talked about in this episode. By all means, use this podcast. Use your Bible, most importantly. Use mm-hmm. scripture. Use gotquestions.com as yeah. a resource to help you answer that question. But the question is, what is the gospel of peace? Maybe sit down, spend some time one morning um, for your Bible study, trying to answer that question in a few mm-hmm. sentences. Um and really just see if it changes like the way you think about that. Um, often I know in like Bible study, this will happen to me, Matt. I don't know if this has happened to you, but you'll read something one morning and then that very same day or the next day, mm-hmm. something will come up where you're able to say, oh my gosh, I just read this in the yeah. Bible. And like, it's, I th- really do think it's just like something that the, it's not a coincidence. It's something that the Holy Spirit does in our lives to um, help us in yeah. our walk with the Lord and a lot of people who have listening to our podcast even have said to us in person, like, oh my gosh, I never thought about this until you talked about it. And then three people that week asked me about it. Yeah. Um, and that's like been super cool. So just answer this question. What is the gospel of peace and see maybe what yeah. conversations it brings up in your life or how it helps you in your walk with the Lord. Yeah. And that essentially is what a catechism is. Yeah. The question, what is a, go- what is the gospel of peace and a quick three to four sentence answer rooted in scripture that is a catechism and yeah. imagine like what what your life could look like if you started doing that with other things not mm-hmm. just what is the gospel piece but like what is sanctification what mm-hmm. is justification those are obviously huge topics that take a lot of time to study but if you were to go through your life and just kind of catechize things and use them to teach yourself about the importance of scripture teach your kids about the importance of scripture um, it would go a long way but start mm-hmm. here start with this question yeah. <laughs> what is the gospel of peace and just write a couple sentences about it and then just meditate on that. And I, I think dwelling on that, having that in your mind, yeah. that's really going to carry you throughout the day. Like I said, pre- like Ileana said, preaching the gospel to yourself. Yeah. So before we go, I just want to leave you guys with a, a benediction, if you will, kind of on the lines of peace. And it comes from Philippians 4, 6. And it says this, In every situation, with prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, tell your request to God. And the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So we hope you guys uh, were really encouraged by this. We hope yeah. you guys will have a new perspective on the gospel and not just the gospel, but the peace it provides. Um, and we, we just hope it will be a, a great next couple of weeks for you all. Because yeah, we're really excited. Um, also, some of you guys mentioned you had trouble finding our podcast because you don't have Spotify. Housekeeping. We made a post about it. Um, but yeah, just a few housekeeping things. You can look us up on Apple Podcasts as well. So if you have an iPhone, just type in to your app store podcast. The app will come up. Mm-hmm. Type in the Armory. There's not that many with that name, so you should be able to find us. Marketing. Um, <laughs> and then also just remember to leave us a review. Um, yeah. A few of you guys have done that, and that's really helpful to us. We love just to see and hear what you guys think. Yeah, um, for sure. It's also uh, on Google Podcasts, too. You could do the same thing. Uh, I didn't even know. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. See, I, I'm I almost learning. didn't say that because no one uses that. So. Oh, okay. Just <laughs> a few people with Google phones that we know that. That just unsubscribed. <laughs> Seriously. So. Probably weren't listening. I'm just kidding. So, hey, we're really excited to keep keep getting to do this with you guys. Um, We look forward to what we'll talk about uh, in the next couple weeks. Yeah. See ya.